You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. Hello there, good morning or afternoon, depending on when you're listening to this. I hope you are doing well. So the topic of today's pod is what really motivates your employees. Now, I um, I, I had no clue about this, uh, this subject for a long time. Uh, when I first started my practice, as you know, I didn't really have any direction. I kind of just was winging it, doing things the way that I thought they should be done, which was based on my prior experiences of working at PwC. So when I bought the practice, um, I bizarrely introduced to timesheets. I expected everyone to work nine to five. We used to frown upon people if they came in late. That was the kind of, you know, culture of, of inputs, essentially, of, you know, we had to be at our desks in order to be seen to be working. Anyone frame from that would be frowned upon and kind of your typical office culture at least pre-pandemic anyway. But then uh, I had a light bulb moment when uh, a few years ago I read the book by Dan Pink called Drive. And in it, he talks about what really motivates employees. And the truth is, it is not money. Money does not motivate most people, and especially not knowledge workers, which is essentially what our people are. You know, we are, we are knowledge workers. You know, we come in, we're not working in factories. We're not uh, doing mundane work. We are doing work, which requires our mental capacity, which requires us to, you know, use our creativity at times to think outside the box to solve problems as well. So what really does drive employees motivation? And Dan Pink talks about three things in his book. And these three things which drive employee motivation are autonomy, mastery, and purpose. And we'll talk about each of them in turn very quickly. So autonomy, what does it mean by that? This is the notion that we we do our best work when we are left to it, when we are independent. We don't like really to be told what to do, to be micromanaged as such. We want, everybody wants autonomy. They want uh, control of some extent. They want that freedom. That's what people want. That's what motivates people. And as you can see that, you know, post-pandemic, the uh, uh, whereas prior to the pandemic, you'd the whole notion of people working from home would be frowned upon because, you know, if they're working from home, then surely they're not working and they're just, uh, you know, skiving off. But actually, people have seen that you don't need to have your employees and don't see, need to see your employees with bums on seats for them to be working. And conversely, someone could come on time and spend the first couple of hours of their day browsing Facebook, reading news and be judged as a really keen and uh, diligent worker when actually has anything they've actually produced in the day been uh, been effective? And that's the question we need to be answering. It's about it's, it should all be about results rather than FaceTime, as it were, and seeing people with bums on seats. And that's why I subscribe to the notion of uh, of the results-only work environment. So we implemented this uh, a few years ago as well, where this was pre-pandemic, which uh, it was um, not very common back then, but becoming more commonplace now, which is great to see that our people could work when, where, and how they wanted, as long as the work got done. So we abolished the nine to five. Uh, our team could work when, where, and how they wanted. The only thing that matters is the result that they produced, not 
how long they spend, but not where they are. The only thing that matters is results. And therefore, you need to get really clear, obviously, on what those results are. And most employers, most people don't know what that is. And most leaders don't know what is expected of their people, which is why they resort to the default of considering time as the measure of whether someone has worked or not. And when you actually talk about it out loud, how bizarre is that? That if time is the only measure of performance, then it's just bizarre. It's crazy because you and I both know someone could sit there and be there half an hour early and stay half an hour after boss leaves and and get a promotion and think they are you know everyone thinking they're, they're the best employee because they're spending face time in the office when they've spent half of their time playing games on the internet or surfing social media or reading the news so it makes no sense for knowledge workers to be given such uh, strict confines and we know that it doesn't motivate our people either so giving them autonomy giving them that freedom that control over their time that will help them to do their best work and take that a step further uh, introduce the work results in the work environment i'll probably do another podcast on that if there is demand drop me a line on linkedin if you want me to talk about that happy to do so i would talk about how we did it what metrics we need to manage and how you can go about doing it as well i think i've already got a, re- uh, a youtube video on this if you check out my youtube channel there is a I think 60 to 90 minute session that i did on that you should be able to find it quite easily on my youtube channel so first one autonomy people want autonomy they want control because my last point on this we all have demands on our on our on our on, in our life we have the demands of work we have the demands of our family life we have the demands of our social life and the uh the, the way we we are able to manage those demands is through the control we have over our time but you and i we have a lot of control over our time as the business owner as no one to report to we can control our time to meet the demands of our life which means that although life is busy life is manageable we can work around the, dropping our kids to school in the morning picking our kids up in the afternoon uh, maybe you know taking them to where they need to go uh, after school attending uh, assemblies attending activity plays and all those kind of things taking them to doctor's appointments we can do all of that because we have control of our time and we can manage it so maybe you know we put a bit more work in over the week, evenings or weekends to compensate for it so life is hectic but life is manageable contrast that with your employees if they are not given that control over their time life is equally hectic for them they have the demands of their work they have the demands of their family life they have kids they have other family responsibilities they have the demands of their social life their hobbies they have the demands of you know the, the doing their chores and getting their shopping done and all that kind of things that they want to do but they, if they have low control, they have no control over their time, then life is hectic, but life is miserable because they, are, they have to be seen to be working between nine to five, which means that they've then got to cram everything else in around uh, those commitments, which means that you know, life is not very pleasurable at all. So autonomy is the first one. What's the second one that drives employee motivation that Dan Pink discusses? The second one is mastery. So what motivates employees and what motivates us as human beings, as knowledge workers, is the ability to be able to work in an area which utilizes our zones of genius. So the mere fact of getting better at something motivates us. It's like, you know, when we're kids and we are we play with puzzles mere, for the mere enjoyment and fun of playing with the puzzle. The moment you put in a reward to that, 
so this is that the whole book kind of com compares the reward punishment style which we kind of adopt or have adopted for so many years versus this new style of actually uh thinking of uh, of our people th that you know uh, the reward is not, should not be limited to things of a monetary nature because that's not what motivates and uh, gets our people to perform better what gets our people to perform better is if they are doing something which is utilizing their strengths which is using their zones of a genius and when we are in our zone of genius we do our best work so when we're kids we want to unravel that puzzle and you know, more recently now just think about the games that uh, that we play for fun where we want to actually you know, we're using our brain power to get to the end result for the mere satisfaction of getting that end result. I'm sure you've come across Wordle. I mean, we're, we're obsessed with Wordle in our household. <laughs> My daughter's got me on it. And, uh, you know, we do Wordle, we've got Wordle 2, we've got the Wordle, there's, there's the Nerdle, there's the Wordle Unlimited, it just goes on. And uh, what, what is the objective? There's no reward at the end of it from the mere fact that we are, uh, we're satisfying ourselves that we're able to uh, solve a problem that's, that's given to us. And it should be the same in the workplace that if you get your people focused on areas which uh, allows them to do their best work, then that is going to motivate them. So the second one was mastery. Get people working in their zone of genius. That's where they'll get into their flow states, find out what their strengths are, and put people in the right seat. So uh, it's about getting people on the bus, the right people on the bus, and then getting people uh, on the right seat. So actually appreciating and realizing that people are different and finding out what their strengths are, where their zones of genius lies, and giving them more of what they are really good at, instead of just thinking everyone is equal and everyone has to do a set of accounts within half an hour and using timesheets as a yardstick or a measure of uh, the, you know, the, the productiveness or the output of your employees. People are different. To get the best out of people, find out what their geniuses are and give them stuff which is going to utilize their strengths and geniuses, and that's how you're going to get the best out of them. The last and final driver that Dan Ping talks about is purpose. So this is the notion that when we are, when we can attach ourselves to something bigger than us, then that drives us. This idea of working towards a bigger purpose, that what we are doing in the here and now, even though it might be mundane at times, might you know just be bookkeeping or that or you know VAT returns or accounts. We are actually working towards a much bigger goal. And when that is communicated to us, when we can attach ourselves to a higher purpose, that we are actually creating some sort of uh, outcome and result for others, which are much bigger than just doing the task itself, that in itself drives us to do better. So, you know, that's why it's so important to articulate, you know, what is your vision? What is your mission? What are your core values? that uh, you can get your team aligned to so that they can attach themselves to a much higher purpose. So that's why it's important to articulate that. What is that? You know, even if it's to, to help business owners to be able to achieve their goals, to be able to make better business decisions, and therefore, you know, it's small business owners are making make the biggest impact in people's lives, to help people to actually articulate what is your vision, share that with your team, and get them attached to a higher purpose. Maybe even you know, attached to creating good in the world. So if you're uh, attached to organizations like B1G1, where you can uh, incorporate some level of giving so that, uh, you know, for, for every set of accounts, you know, we are uh, building a well in places where it is needed. Some sort of higher purpose, again, that helps to drive motivation amongst your employees.
I think my time is up, but hopefully uh, I probably haven't given the book justice. But if you haven't already, a great book to read all about uh, driving uh, the drivers of employee motivation, which are Autonomy, Mastery and Purpose by Dan Pink. Check it out if you haven't already. I hope you found that useful. As always, give me some feedback on LinkedIn. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from my podcast listeners. And I will be sure to reply to you when you send me a message uh, referring to the podcast episode that you have listened to. Uh, I will make sure that uh, you definitely get a reply. So uh, I don't know if the LinkedIn uh, message me. Uh, what uh, practical takeaway did you get from it? Uh, if you've got any opinions on this, I would love to hear from you as well. Otherwise, if you haven't already, rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. For more free content, videos, and resources, visit www.rezahuda.com. And if you haven't already, come and join the community in our Transform Your Profits Facebook group, where we support each other to build more successful, profitable, and impactful accounting firms.